You're listening to the Finding Enough podcast with Jessica Joy Holt, where we will be exploring stories and journeys of how we can find we are enough within ourselves, as well as meditations, mental resets, and more. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, so today we are going to be talking about the unexpected leader because Wow, I've had a lot of experience with this. (laughs) All right, a little bit of background here. I grew up in a very entrepreneurship-styled family. Literally, my mom, my grandparents, my dad, um, my stepdad, my stepmom, they are all successful entrepreneurs, and then some. (laughs) So as I was growing up, I saw this in them, and it was inspiring but I didn't want it for myself at all. And then there was the rest of my siblings. I have nine siblings, mind you, and all of them are very goal-oriented on their own. For example, my life when I was in eighth grade, my freshman brother was the class president. My sophomore sister was the captain of the soccer team. My brother, who was a junior, was captain of the wrestling and football teams. My brother, who was a senior, was the captain of the basketball team and the football team, along with my other brother. So I really didn't have much of a choice here. I tried to lay low. I tried to be anything but the leader. I wouldn't want to take charge in any instance. Um, I did self-oriented sports, usually, like swimming and tennis, and I just tried to avoid every which way in which I would have to make a decision make a decision or be a leader. It was not the path that I wanted. It seemed like too much responsibility. I, it was just everybody else in my family. They all had these very strong opinions. And they all seemed to know what they wanted and how to do it. And I just didn't feel that way. Until I went out west. When I was living in Moab, my second season there. I decided to become a river guide. And again, up until this point, I'm in 22 at that point, I had fought tooth and nail to be anything but a leader. I wanted to be a follower. I did not want to be a manager. I had had so many positions that people wanted to promote me to have more responsibility and to be a leader. And I would deny it because that's not what I wanted. So I thought until I was that river guide and on the river, I started to realize That if you're not going to lead, then somebody else might try. And sometimes those people are less determined or skilled or knowledgeable than you. The one example that really stood out to me was my first season guiding. There was this male guide on the team. And he wasn't that great, to be honest. I'm trying not to throw stones too hard here because I don't believe in throwing stones that hard. But this guy made it hard. He was a river guide. And he once told me that he was amazed that we could stack boats on top of each other. He was also amazed that there was a road by the river. This man was in charge of taking people down the river and guarding their lives safely. (laughs) And he wanted to be in charge. And that was the decision for me, whether I let him be in charge or I step up and start taking more charge. And when I realized other people's lives were on the line, 
I started to take more charge. And the thing was, I was good at it. I had had so many great role models in my life, even though I had fought them growing up saying it's not what I wanted to do, but I had still watched and learned. And I had, without realizing it, gained a lot of understanding through them, watching them, learning them, experiencing life with them. And I learned a lot of the lessons. So when it came down to it, I wasn't a terrible leader. And even though I didn't want to be, everything inside of me up to that point had said, I don't want to do it. Don't make me do it. I'm not going to be a leader. This is not what I want. I don't want more responsibility. I just want to float by and enjoy life. Sometimes our paths aren't what we want them to be, but what we need is totally different. So that year when I was 22 and a fresh river guide, I took on more responsibility than I'd ever had before. I had people's lives in line. I had less experience on the river, but I was safety-oriented and people-oriented. I cared about what I did, and I cared about the people who were there. And I learned a lot. And now I can safely say that all these years later, six years later, I feel totally comfortable assuming a leadership position where before I never would have. I would have backed away from responsibility. I would have denied promotions. But now I don't because I realize my worth and how I can help others as a leader. I understand that even though it was unexpected and even unwanted in some ways, doesn't mean that it wasn't necessary and helpful. And there's so many lessons on the other side. It can be scary to get more responsibility. It can be scary to grow or to embrace change. Um, and you don't really know, you don't, you might not want to be responsible um, in certain ways for certain things, but you'll never know until you try. And sometimes you might be a better leader than the person that's already in charge. So what's holding you back? What are you scared of? to embrace in the change? Why don't you want to take control of something in your own life? Is there a space that you can embrace the leadership position in your life that you haven't? That you've kind of just written off for somebody else, whether it's your partner, your family, your friends, your boss. Are you just writing off your own decisions because you don't want that responsibility? It scares you. You'd just rather float by or are you ready to start taking control and leadership in your own life? I invite you to start thinking about that a little bit deeper, questioning yourself a little bit more and seeing what you find because you just might be the unexpected leader in your own life. You can stay with me now and go into a meditation, a little bit mindset reset for you, or go ahead and log off if your meditation isn't what you need today. Maybe come back to it at a later date. If you're ready for this guided meditation, I invite you to come into a comfortable seat, whether it is on a chair, on the floor, or you're lying down, standing up even, whatever is most comfortable to you where you can be still and be present. If you are sitting or standing, I want you to have your heart stacked over your hips. Your spine is nice and erect and tall. And now we're going to let our eyes close. Let the eyes be heavy. Let the body re be relaxed without slumping. 
We're going to draw our attention to our breath. Feeling the inhale. Feeling the exhale. Without trying to change anything. Just being aware. If you ever become distracted, that is okay. Just bring your attention back to your breath. And as you're resting here with your breath, I invite you to delve a little bit deeper into your own mindset, letting whatever comes up, come up, and just noticing what comes up for you. So the first question we'll delve into, what's holding you back right now from the life that you want? Again, letting anything that comes up, come up. Feelings, images, just noticing. And now for the second question. If you were to take more leadership in your life, what would that look like? How would that feel? being as true and vivid with yourself as you can. Be clear. And our final question. What is one thing that you can do today to take that step forward? towards more leadership and owning your life. What is one step you can take towards owning your life? Coming back to the breath, noticing again every inhale, every exhale. Noticing how your body and your mental state and even your energy feel right now. Has it changed at all from the first moment when you turned on this podcast? Just noticing. can stay in your meditative state as long as you want or need today. And whenever you're ready, you gently come out, opening the eyes, maybe giving yourself a little self-hug, self-love for the day. Thanks for listening. Namaste.